Good morning. It's 11 o'clock now. You're on the trail on a 3 FM and HD1 Florence, Missoula. Locally owned, locally operated by the Missoula Broadcasting Company. The Trail 1833 is so excited to be a part of the 16th annual Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. 181 films from around the world. All week long, we've had some extraordinary filmmakers here in the studio to talk about the premiere of uh, their documentaries here. And I've just had so much fun over the last few days spending hours in theaters seeing these uh these works of art that these people have spent years putting together. Um, and a big thanks to our sponsors, Farmer State Bank and Northwest Plastic Surgery Associates for allowing us to do these interviews, making it possible, and uh, making these connections. My name's Alanya. I am joined by Shannon Service here in the studio, who is the co-producer and director for Ghost Fleet. Shannon, how are you doing? I'm great. It's wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me. First time in Missoula. We were just talking about that. It is, and I want to move. I know. Is there a place for sale? Um, well, I, I just sold my house last week. If you were here last week, I kind of sold you my house. Shoot, one week too late. But it's a it's a wonderful place to be. But uh, when we were walking into the studio, you were telling me about your living situation, which sounds pretty wonderful as well. You live on a houseboat. I do. I live. I, I do. And I, I wouldn't actually give it up. Um, I live on a houseboat in Sausalito, which is just over the Golden Gate Bridge from San Francisco. And there's actually 400 houseboats uh, and they're all very different. There's uh, ferries that have been converted into houses. There's old train cabooses that have been turned into houses. It's where Otis Redding wrote Dock of the Bay. Wow. It's where Shel Silverstein lived and where he wrote uh, Where the Sidewalk Ends. So it's a, it's a really interesting, vibrant community. There's a lot of filmmakers and kind of just quirky, salty folks. How so long have cool. you lived in a houseboat? 11 years. Wow. Yeah, it's great. It's really great. That is so cool. Well, uh, I think you'd have a difficult time finding a place to park your houseboat in Missoula, I know. but we can probably figure it out. I love that attitude. I think there's a, a few little houseboat looking places on the north side. Maybe we can convert <laughs> something. Um, all right. So your film Ghost <clears throat> Fleet, the Montana premiere this evening, 830 at the MCT. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, so Ghost Fleet follows this really phenomenal Thai woman, and she goes to extremely remote islands, particularly in Indonesia, and she finds men who've jumped off of slave ships. And now they're just eking out a living in the, you know, in the forest or they've married into the indigenous communities um, and she brings them back home to their families. So we actually follow her as she goes to these areas with her right hand guy. Um, her right hand guy is named Tun Lin, and he himself was enslaved on a fishing boat for 11 years. Uh, and he jumped ship on an island called Ambon and she found him, brought him home. And now he goes back with her to the same areas uh, and finds these men and, and brings them home to their families. So it's a really emotional, very human film, but that tackles uh, slavery at sea. Um, and since we actually get that fish, it's coming into American supermarkets and restaurant chains. Uh, it's it's directly connected to our guts. How did you find this story and find this woman, this extraordinary story? Um so I actually am also a radio reporter, and I did a 15-minute radio documentary breaking the story for Morning Edition on NPR in 2012, um, and I've been working on the film ever since because, you know, as I was going through Southeast Asia, a lot of the men are Cambodian or Burmese, um, and the Thais are also uh, enslaving their own people and putting them onto this enormous Thai fishing fleet. Um and as I was going through Southeast Asia, kind of trying to figure out how does this happen? How do hundreds of thousands of men cross borders and go through secure ports, supposedly secure ports, disappear? It's called Ghost Fleet because the um, 
the, the boats aren't tracked. They don't have names. They don't have numbers, you know, or they might have false names, false numbers. The men are given false identities. And so it's all this huge kind of conspiracy to, to help these men disappear. But every time I talked to a, one of these men, I felt like I could make a, a like a actual Hollywood film just about him. You know, he leaves home um, just to get a little extra money because his wife's pregnant and they need a little extra money for the hospital bill. Next thing he knows, they say, hey, he meets somebody who says, hey, come across the border to Thailand. You can make three times as much. Come back whenever you want. Um, Get home to your family faster. As soon as he crosses the border, he doesn't speak the language. He doesn't have any money. He's sold on board a boat. Once he's on the boat, what are you going to do? So um, a lot of these men will jump ship um, they'll, well, first of all, even on board, you know, the psychological conditions are amazing. They're just unfathomable and they keep each other alive. They save each other's lives. Um, and then when they see land, a lot of these guys don't know how to swim. You know, the first time they saw the ocean is when they were sold on board. Uh, so they'll grab like a plastic jug or something and just jump into the sea and then they'll end up on a island in the middle of nowhere and they will learn how to fend for themselves on this island for years until somehow they get back home. And so the fact that there is this woman out there looking for these men, she's helped 5,000 men get back. Um, And when I met her is when I realized this really does need to be a film. Um, And the reason that, you know, she's our main character, Patima, is because we really as a team wanted to make sure we were showing the heights, the courage, the transcendent qualities of humanity at the same time as we were showing kind of the horrors that we're capable of. So together, uh, we hope that it it makes a powerful viewing experience. The film is called Ghost Fleet. It shows at the MCT at 830. I'm talking with uh, co-director and producer Shannon Service now. Um, Just an extraordinary story. And it's one of those things that, um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't you never think that that would be happening and it doesn't cross your mind that this whole other world is is going on over there and um i mean prior to our conversation and kind of reading a little bit about the film i didn't really know what enslaved fishermen fishermen what that was and what that's what that looked like Mm -hmm. and um you know what you do to stay alive and get back to your family and the lengths that you'll go to and um thankfully that there are people put on this earth that are saviors and angels to help kind of connect those dots. Mm -hmm. Um, Was she pretty open about talking about her story or is this more of an underground thing that she has done? No, she's been quite open. Um, I interviewed her for the, for the radio documentary. Um, and it was clear that, you know, she she really wants the world to know this because she has a lot of faith in humanity. And, you know, she she understands that the those of us on the consumer end, we don't know that this is happening. And if we did know it was happening, um, there's a lot of faith that uh, that will start asking for slave free fish and start asking where a fish comes from. So she's been extremely open um, with, you know, her family and with her whole process. And so it's a very uh, character driven film. You're there with her, you know, with her, as she says goodbye to her son and gets on this boat and risks her life to go find these men and comes back Um and it's been, you know, it's been an incredible six years working with her. She's become a, a very good friend. Um, and hopefully the film is going to help her in her, you know, extraordinary work. Because this is, fortunately, this is an issue we can solve. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of issues in the world. And some of them are harder than others. Um, 
This one, there's been, ever since we released the radio story, there's been some good traction uh, among governments, among companies. And really the piece that's sort of missing is the outcry from fish consumers. Um, so we're not asking people necessarily to boycott fish, but to just start asking like where your fish comes from. And that's kind of the the last piece of the puzzle. Um, but I think honestly, we can, we can not only help end slavery at sea, but we can help end overfishing uh, at the same time if we start asking these questions, because overfishing, which is the biggest threat to our oceans, um, still, even with plastics and climate change and everything else, overfishing is really the biggest thing. Uh, it, it thrives in the shadows. And these ports are not regulated. The boats aren't regulated. That's how these boats can go wherever they want, steal other countries' fish, you know, bring enslaved men. It's just a complete disaster out there. And so by focusing on slavery um, and focusing on forced labor, we're also taking away one of the major leg stools that overfishing relies on because you can't actually take these boats all over the world for unknown, you know, decades. Some of these guys are away for 10 years before they see land. Um, that doesn't work if you have to pay your men properly. You have to get them home. You have to have proper safety regulations. You know, like it just doesn't happen. There's no paper trail. There's nobody kind of yeah. So that's what watch. we're going after, you know, and uh, and and with with an informed citizenry, uh, an informed consumer like fish consumers, uh, we can really we can really change it. So that's exciting. Well, thank you so much for bringing this subject to light. And I think it's um, that's one thing I love about the Doc Fest is a lot of these stories. What you're saying, you know, these are solvable problems, and sometimes we just have to be uh, made of, aware of the what's happening how people are taking the steps to solve it in their own communities and how we as global consumers of everything um, can ask a little bit more questions, be a little bit more aware. I just saw this wonderful documentary on Sunday about bees and we all know that there's like a crisis around bees, but we're not really sure how or why or what are we doing wrong. And um, I just I really enjoyed watching these stories of these farmers taking these individual approaches mm. to help themselves, to help their neighbors and hoping that other, you know, so I just getting this conversation started is the first step. Mm -hmm. um, and I look forward to seeing the film tonight. Ghost Fleet. It's at the MCT, 8.30 p.m. It's the Montana premiere. Uh, do you have Facebook, Instagram, website that people can uh, follow along this story, maybe learn a little bit more, um, and maybe learn about what questions they should be asking themselves and where they're buying their food? Sure, absolutely. Um, the website is ghostfleet.com. Okay. And uh, hashtag ghostly on all the, the social media things. Great. Thank you so much, uh, Shannon, for stopping by. You said you're a radio reporter as well. Do you do radio in the Bay Area? Um, I do mostly like freelance investigative stuff. Okay, so cool. uh, I, I was at the NPR station for a little bit in the Bay Area, but uh, now I'm kind of just out in the world doing my own thing. How does it feel to be uh, back in the studio? It's great. What a cool radio station. Yeah. I am jealous. It's if, a fun place yeah, to be. If it was like this, I don't think I ever would have left the station. Well, no. and you came in like a really nice day. The sun is shining. It's like got a kind of a nice little, you know, dusting of powder. Um, and, and when and how long are you here for? Unfortunately, just for a few days. Just for a few days. Yeah, I wish I could stay longer, but the, the circuit's a little tough. Well, there's some sunshine in the uh, in the forecast over the next few days, so hopefully you get out and get to explore a little bit more of Missoula. And I'll definitely be back for a longer period of time next time. It's a good place to be. Uh, tell the ocean and the sunshine we said hello when I you will. head back your way. Uh, Shannon Fleet, she is the co-director and producer of Ghost Fleet, the Montana premiere this evening, 830 at the MCT. Once again, big thanks to Farmer State Bank and Northwest Plastic Surgery for sponsoring these interviews. They're all podcasted, available on our website at trail1033.com. Um...